Sarah, it's New Year's Eve and you know what that means. We have what, like six hours till 2021. Like we just gotta <laughs> hold it down, you guys. <laughs> Some of our listeners are already living in that 2021 future. My God, is it amazing? Report in. <laughs> Report in Australia. <laughs> India, (laughs) Russia, hello. Anyway, but what are we doing? Because we don't usually release on a Thursday. No, we certainly do not. But it is New Year's Eve. What we do usually do, though, around New Year's Eve is release the episode that is going to be the flat-out dirtiest one of the year. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. The first year, maybe we weren't on this train. But last year, we released our pegging episode, which is probably one of our best episodes ever. Aside from Fifty Shades, I'm pretty sure that episode is our most popular episode ever. Sure. sure. And why not? Why would it not be? Start your new year with a new resolution. Try new things. So we were talking. Actually, it was not we. No, you weren't there. So tell us what happened. I have a group of friends. You know a lot of them because they've been on the podcast. And we were having a holiday drink via Zoom. And during this holiday drink via Zoom, and one of those people is Andy Christopher, who is running a pod, who is running an Instagram Live fun thing every Saturday called Drunk Romance History, where people drink and then talk about an old romance novel that is bananas. And that's extremely fun, and you should go watch all of them on her Instagram feed. Anyway, uh, so as we were talking, we got into a discussion of Jessica Kane who we've not talked about, I don't think, on the pod, even when we did those quick and dirty episode. I think we mentioned one of them on the Mafia interstitial. Oh, yes. Because it's really like erotica. It's not really quite erotic romance. I also feel like we came to Jessica a little later because when we did the quick and dirty episode, the fact that we did not reference her would be just very remiss. But maybe we weren't reading her then. I don't know. But the point is, she's very quick and very dirty. And so we started talking (laughs) about how she really does, like, she sort of takes the finger constantly. Like, there's just, there's no, there's no level of Jessica Kingdom that you could get to where it feels like it's too much. <laughs> she takes the finger and puts it everywhere a finger could go. Indeed she <laughs> does. And so uh we you know we're drinking at the time and we were laughing and there was some suggestions and somebody suggested like oh Andy you should do a Jessica Kane episode of drunk romance history and I said well what if we recorded a big zoom conversation about Jessica Kane and our, like, respective favorite books or the first book we read. Some of them were Jessica Kane virgins. Um, and we all came together this week to record what was an extremely fun Zoom about Jessica Kane and is a crossover episode. So you are about to get Faded Mates slash Drunk Romance History. So you can hear the audio right here in your ear holes. And then if you want to see Laquette's face, which is <laughs> worth worth watching, to be honest, yes. you can head over to Andy's Instagram account, which is at author Andy J. And we'll put links in show notes. And you can watch the video version of this very fun hour and a half. As we did last year with the pegging episode, we're going to drop this early in the evening. So if you are staying safe and masked and solo New Year's Eve style. Um, you have many hours and many Jessica Kane books to get through. 
One last serious order of business before we turn it over. It is New Year's Eve on Monday, which is January 4th. We are doing our last faded states phone bank for Ossoff and Warnock in um, with the Indivisible team. It will be from 5 to 7 Central. I will drop the link to sign up in show notes. And this is our last big push, everybody. Um, a lot of... A huge number of voters have already voted in Georgia. I will be honest, last time we phone banked, uh, we uh, we talked to a lot of people who were like, I already voted. And so it feels great to just hear all those Georgia voters who have already done their part and maybe we'll catch somebody who hasn't. So if you are looking for um, one last way to turn this ship we call democracy around, um, we would love to have you with us phone banking on Monday night. And if you're in Georgia, vote your ass off. I love that. I love that phrase. (laughs) That is actually great. (laughs) I wish there was a vote your Warnock, but that's not a thing. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. But vote your Warnock, too. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Happy New Year. Thanks for being with us uh, through 2020. It really made a big difference for us to have you and to know that you were out there listening. Um, and 2021 is, it's going to be great. I feel great about it. Me too. I got a feeling 21 is going to be a good year. Wait a second. Eric, that's a song. Got a feeling 21 is going to be a good year. Especially if you and me sit in together. So you think 21 is going to be a good year. Could be good for me and her, but you and her, I guess, like, no, never. Drunk. Oh, I Faded so mates. Drunk. Faded mates. It's, it's drunk, drunk mates. Drunk mates. Drunk mates. Drunk mates. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Well, it kind of began with drunk mates. So, Andy, Christopher, why don't you tell everybody what they won? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait. We Eric is, wait, hang on, hang on. Eric wants to check. Oh. Okay. All right, we're good. We're good to go. We've been approved. Thank you, Eric. (laughs) This group, I think mine is Jen. Jen wasn't able to join us. Got drunk a couple of weeks ago to celebrate all the Sagittarius birthdays. And we got to talking... Sagittarius birthdays. We got to talking about some of our favorite bananas books. And one author that I think most of us discovered this year... During the quarantine, <laughs> came up the prolific, the filthy, the bananas, Jessica Kane. And so we thought it would be fun to do a crossover drunk romance history faded mates episode about Jessica Kane <laughs> in general. Yes. And so some of us are have read all of the Jessica Kane's. Some of us have read some of the Jessica Canes. Some of us have read like one of the Jessica Canes. New to Jessica Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're coming together to just talk about our 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 love affair with these with these books that I mean they really they just start, description in some ways, don't they? They really they, do. I mean, they're shot as is we, right into your veins. Yes. That's what they are. On her website, I, w- I just went to her website because I wanted to be an actual professional tonight and, like, have something to say about Jessica Kane. There is no information about her on her website. So whoever you are, thanks for playing, Jessica. We love you. But on 
but her There's tag a burner line. phone feel to it, and I love it. <laughs> totally yeah, does. Absolutely. And her website says Jessica, and underneath it says satisfying. That's all you need to know. Like, that is a very that is a flex. She's like, I just have this is the word. Okay, that, so so we should all identify ourselves. Yes, so I was so, gonna, like, can I call the can I call the fucking Jen group is order, bringing people together. together. We got to do this thing. Okay, so hi, I'm, every, I'm Jen Reads Romance. I'm, I'm with Sarah Andy Christopher. Dating I'm with Sarah Christopher, right? And we are doing a Faded Mates Drunk Romance podcast crossover, and we have a group of people with us. So let's have everybody introduce themselves really quickly and say. Um, if they think your commentary tonight is stellar and amazing, perhaps they would like to read your book. So tell us more about who you are. We'll and there's before. there are six of them. Okay, you're going to call on them. Okay, I think that's best. I'm going to call yes. on. Them. Yes. <laughs> okay, Alexis, you're first. Hi, I am Alexis Daria. I write contemporary romance. My latest release is "You Had Me at Ola." Fantastic. And I'm in New York City, so you might hear some honking. Wait, and I also think you need to tell everybody where on the cane spectrum you are. Like, oh, are yes. you? Yes. Uh, we need to know that. I, due to the quarantine, my focus is shot. So I've been having a hard time just sitting down and reading books lately. So I mostly do audiobooks. So I've only read one Jessica Kane book in full, um, but I've started a couple others and I have more on my Kindle. Jenny Nordbeck, I think, has done some audio for Jessica Kane, and Jenny Nordbeck's voice is like what? That's on a stick. So I, I honestly, she's the Wicked Wallflowers podcast co-host. Yeah. So I don't know if she's done all of them. I think she talked about doing one. Maybe it's not out yet. I'm not sure. So all of you who think, oh, could Jessica Kane be sexier? Maybe yeah. when Jenny reads it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Miss Scarlet reads it. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. I can't. I don't even know if I could listen to it. I think it would literally, I'd have to like, I'd be, well, you know, I probably could. It's fine. Okay. Nisha, like great listening while I'm washing the dishes. See, there you go. Nisha, <laughs> you're next. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Nisha Sharma. I'm back um, on the pod. Um, my book, The Legal Affair, came out in August and uh, pre-orders for my second YA, Radha and Jay's Recipe for Romance, are also available. Um, and that comes out in July. And where are you on the cane scale? I'm like probably in the middle of the road. I have about, I've like finished about five or six Jessica Kane books and um, I have to like clear my Kindle like unlimited list in order to get the rest of them. So it's like right now it's very dramatic. I'm trying to figure out what I have to like offload in order to download more. And this is the problem with that Kindle unlimited list is you have to be like, am I really ever going to read that thing? Cause I want to read mm-hmm. Husky. Exactly. <laughs> or hefty. For a preacher man again. I, I, they do let you check out the Kindle Unlimited books again, everybody. I just hate. <laughs> no, but it does feel. I feel. I feel like Nisha and I are on the same page here, which is once it goes off the list, it's never coming back. Jen probably has a spreadsheet. She's been on. You've been on the phone with Amazon all day, yelling I, at them about something. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> That's fine. It's private. That's private. Um, like no, I just it wasn't helpful, and then you just feel like you're gaslit by Amazon, and so I had to let it go. I actually I, I say we all less satisfying than my experience uh, spending two hours on the phone with Horizon today. Just on hold. No, on hold. That's not great. 
At least it was cat. Cause then you can do other things and then kind of curse mm. and leave when it's time. No, no, I was, um, I was like peeing when Verizon finally picked up. So I had to like run out of my bathroom. Of course. Slid across the floor to get and to the phone. I know you introduced yourself, but I think you could talk again about what book you have out and your place on this, the cane spectrum. Okay. So, um, again, I'm Andy J. Christopher. I am the host of the Instagram live series, probably soon to be podcast, uh, drunk romance history. My, uh, latest book that I have out, I, I put out two books this year. I'm very proud of that. Um, not that kind of guy came out in April. It is a workplace romance and oops, we got married. Um, there's definitely banging, not as much as the Jessica Kane book, but there's banging. And, um, then I have a, a short little, if you're still interested in a little holiday no- novella, I have a very dirty holiday novella called all they want for Christmas, which is a Snowden MMF bang fest. Um, so if you're a fan of, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of Jessa, you're going to be a fan of all they want for Christmas. I can guarantee Well, that. speaking of, um, filthy Christmas shorts, I guess we should go to Adriana next. That's the, oh, yes. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adriana Herrera. I write romance. Um, and yeah, so my latest release is Her Night with Santa, which is a very short, very dirty novelette about a lesbian female Santa and who hooks up with King Melchior's niece at a secret beach villa in the Caribbean. And a bag of toys. And they, yes, and a bag of toys. It's and so hot, you guys. It is it is scorchingly hot. Yeah. It is I what have- happens with when I go into Mayid. When I go into Mayid, there's sex toys and there's Megan Rapino. <laughs> I told Adriana knows this already, but this week, obviously, we have we have been through Christmas in my house with the seven year old, and I told her that I read this book. <laughs> Where the theory about Santa is that it's like a family of Santas and the current Santa is a woman. And she was like, that's amazing. Tell me more. And I was like, that's all I can tell you about that. When you're older. When you're older. That's amazing. And where are you on the cane scale, Adriana? Um, I'm, I'm pretty far into it. Like, I just, I realized that there's a few that I've missed. But um, I've read quite a few of them. I would say most of them. And I discovered her over Thanksgiving. It was very recent. I bought a new Kindle and got a KU subscription. And I had heard someone talk about her. Maybe it was one of you. I don't know who I I had. I think it was me because I read all of them. And I just remembered I started my first one when I was still working in my office. So this was either like late February, early March. It must have been you. I mean, I think we were chatting or something and it must have been Andy. And I read one of them and then I read a lot more of them (laughs) and I enjoy them. Like it's one of those things where like some of the things, like some of the like elements to them are not like particularly like my buttons but it's still so bananas that I need to know what happens sure. so yeah I'm a fan okay. fair enough okay look what you're next hey everyone I'm look what um I write romance sometimes very steamy okay erotic romance um <laughs> I, my next book coming is coming out in February, uh, and it's titled Jackson. It's about a hulky, grumpy Texas Ranger who falls in love with a sassy New Yorker who puts him in his place. 
it's loads of fun. <laughs> and you are a newcomer to the Kane family, yes? Yes. Uh, I've only read one at this point. That's okay. That's okay. It's like, thanks, y'all. <laughs> you know That's going to be a good time. Tracy, what about you? Um, hi, um, I'm Tracy Livesey. I write uh, contemporary romance. Uh, my latest release was Like Lovers Do, which came out in August and is still available. So go buy it. I'm just saying. Um, I am new to Jessica Kane. Um, during our Zoom that Andy mentioned earlier, y'all couldn't stop talking about it. Um, and so then y'all talked about doing this and I was like, I want to come. Um, <laughs> figuratively. So I, <laughs> I bought a Jessica book. And so here we are. Here we are. With your penis mug. With my penis mug. She came so prepared. Sorry. I she wish came I had a penis mug. Having a hot toddy. So. She came on brand. Oh, like, that's that's not it. like a Jessica Kane penis mug. Those are too small for Jessica yes. penises. <laughs> no, a Jessica <laughs> penis mug would go all the way around the mug. It's I was going to say, you can see it from space. If you put them all together, if you put them all together like in extension cocks, you know, and they just... <laughs> extension extension cocks, like, like, like Christmas like a- lights. Like Tracy they all don't work, so you got to figure out which one works and then plug another one in. You know, mm-hmm. all right? Joanna Shoup. Hi, I'm Joanna Shoup. Um, I write historical romance. Uh, if you like Jessa's books, you might like the um, anthology Duke. I'd like to F, which I did with Adriana. Um, mm-hmm. And some others. Those stories are bananas and very, very hot. Um, on the cane scale, I have read them all. <laughs> I don't think I would have gotten through 2020 without Jessica Kane. I'm just going to put that out there. I just, it would have been a much different year for me had Jessica Kane not come into my life. I, I feel that. Okay, Sarah. Blessing. I'm Sarah McLean. I write romance novels and I read them. And I'm on the like middle of the road scale. I here's yeah. the thing. I just looked at it. I just pulled up Amazon because like I said, all we know from Jess's website is that she's satisfying and I can confirm it. But on Amazon, <laughs> there are so many of these books. So yeah. many. And like Nisha, I have a very I'm compulsive about my like my uh Kindle Unlimited list. So there's I can only spare one slot at a time. That's Today, for, uh, sent, like, uh, we sort of were like, who's going to talk about which one? And I was like, yeah, whatever. I've read them all. I'm a, I'm a 100 on the cane scale. And Sarah was like, I read the one about the stepbrother. And I was like, that's like There's seven of them. them. Is <laughs> it? No, I read the one where there are two stepbrothers. The two stepbrothers. I read their summer intern. But then when I got on the website, it there is also a his summer intern, which is a similar title, but clearly different. Clearly it's different. not what you would expect. As no. what <laughs> No. Wait, what would yeah. I expect? Yeah. Wait, there's some, you would expect an office building? Yes. And yes. Not- <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No. Okay. Oh, maybe I haven't read this one. Wait, what? It, we. This is like Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Sir, it's cabin the, the, it's, it's, it's Why cabin does he in need an intern in the cabin? 
He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Asking for things to make sense. There's no logic. He's this. a survivalist. He's yeah. a survivalist. Wait, a survivalist who requires an intern? This feels yes, like a, a serious like workplace violation. No, because he's an author. All a survivalist. He's a survivalist author. Okay. No, he definitely has the internet. I'm going to call it. I'm going to have to run this thing, everybody. We're just going to have to let me do this. Okay. (laughs) And Tracy, you are, because otherwise it's going to be nine people talking and Eric will be mad. He'll be like, that wasn't fun. It was too many people talking. (laughs) Look yeah. and Tracy, you have each read one. Which ones have you read? That's can we and oh, you and Alexis, Alexis, Alexis too. Okay, so Alexis, I would like to hear about the the people who are brand new to the <laughs> Jessica Kane universe. I read, I read um, Hefty, which I thought was super adorable. I will say that I didn't find it as hot as I expected, considering all of the feedback I was getting about Jessica. So I think I'm telling on myself a little bit with what I actually read. <laughs> oh, I have a theory actually, which is if it's Jessica that's like not about a stepbrother or a daddy, it just feels like regular heat. Except <laughs> also but, Hefty is about high school students. So let's all yes. settle down a little oh, bit. No, no, um, Hefty is a is Oh wait, oh, oh that's the model. Right. No, this that's is Husky. 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 That's Husky. 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 Oh, Husky is the one with the model and the bartender. Yes. Um, I, it was cute. I thought it was hilarious. His, um, especially the hero's perspective, I really enjoyed because it was really fun. Um, it was really fun to see, to, to get to read someone who's aware of their size and not really apologetic for it, right? Like he yeah. called, like he he's looking at her and he's kind of questioning whether she's actually checking him out or not. And he's like, nah, she wouldn't be after my thick ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I love this. I love that that he was so, you know, in love with his own, but he was just settled in his own body. He didn't care. And the only time he ever seemed to feel uncomfortable outside of, you know, when she's teasing him, so to speak. But the only time he's ever uncomfortable is when someone, when this, the I guess you can't call him the villain, her, but the antagonist in the story, her best friend, uh-huh. is the only time that you see him feel some sort of insecurity about his size. And it's not because he feels that, but it's because someone else has that, thought about him. And I think that's a very important distinction because there are a lot of romances that I've read with plus size heroines, not plus size heroes, but there's always this thread of this person feeling like they can't be loved or there's something wrong with them because they are plus size. And I love that he knew he was thick. He didn't care. Um, and it was just, and I love that she loved everything about him and through her eyes, you get to fall in love with this man. And I think that's, that's how you write a plus size person. You allow them to be comfortable in their own skin, as well as allow the person or people who love them to adore everything about them, including their three X size. Yeah. And I appreciate her writing plus size men because yes. you never see never and never see plus size like larger men in 
Romance, I mean, the reality is that most people are married to larger size men. So like the idea and, and, and both hefty and husky, like the heroine is specifically into like their bodies, like they find them sexy. They find them attractive. They, like it's like for, and, and, um, hefty it's baffling to her that the other girls in the school aren't so into him because to her, he's so attractive. And so. I mean, what I really love about these books is how much emotion she packs it. Sometimes she can pack into like 60, 70 pages. Oh yeah. Like there's a lot of feelings. There's a lot of skill there. Like with hefty, the high schoolers, which it's like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, this are high schoolers with the heat. It was a little harder for me, but the romance. But is they're super all. Cute. We should say they're both over eighteen. They both are over eighteen. Yeah, the romance very is super clear, cute. very important that they're yes. both over eighteen. Do you know what I love about Jessica Kane? Like, and in these situations, is that like you see a lot of people try to tackle these issues, or not even issues, like these concepts in romance, and they skirt around it because they're like afraid of like saying what everyone already knows. Yeah. But like Jessica Kane is not afraid of just okay. saying it and just putting it on the page, and like I just love it because it feels so much more authentic and so like the emotion is just so like raw in it because she's just flat out just puts it all out there and i love that there's no, it, no fear no no fear. no no None. any level any topic any subject any kink no fear yeah I, and i think it's i mean and i wonder how how it is for her to write those books because it feels to me like i was really like saying this about like the novelette i wrote her net with santa and it was like everything that is like i was like here are my endless things and let me just write it and it like just poured out of me because it was so satisfying and delicious for me to write about it because it's stuff i love to read and i find super hot so i i and i think like for me even the books that don't quite work for me in terms of like the kinks i still enjoy them because i can tell like the enjoyment that that was happening when those stories were being written yeah it doesn't feel the same way as writing i mean we should say for those of you who've never read jessica like these are shorts they are oh yeah like an hour read i mean it's a one hour read yeah exactly and so you can really tear through them i mean i read like seven in a night one night um but the what's interesting about that is that um it really does feel like she just sits i wonder i mean i wonder how long she actually i wonder if it's just like a one sitting Mm. I'm just gonna- story because it does sort of feel like she just opens up a vein and like yeah there now well, you've got right. this There's it, not I mean, a lot of attention to plot like it is really all about like emotions and about well and the plot's and- twisty turny like oh, this the the stepbrother one their summer intern <laughs> It was, it was okay. Okay, you guys. So yeah, we've talked <laughs> about so- like the cute stuff. Now I think we're like, yeah, it's kind of normal. Okay, <laughs> and then on the let's, other end you have their summer intern. Let's go. Hey, the plot of their summer intern is this woman, the the heroine. All her heroines. I mean, I think I don't. Somebody, Joanna and Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, but her heroines are always very young, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, I, they I, all I get bred by the end. Always virgins, enthusiastically bred. Yeah, <laughs> usually virgins. You know what? Though she does do yeah. some virgin heroes too. Yes, yeah, sure. Yes. All like. 
Uh, well, yeah. These two heroes are not virgins, just to be clear. <laughs> what I what I appreciated about the about Husky anyway was that you you have this hero who is and in most of our books we read these books where the hero is so virile and you know and his stamina is you know ridiculous and this guy is just like look. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> this is going to be a one, two, three pump kind of situation. And I thought that was so refreshing <laughs> that they weren't having this hour long love fest, that it was just quick and dirty. And I thought it was so hilarious that he was like, fuck it. I really yeah. don't care. <laughs> you can laugh at me later, but for the rest of my life, I'm going to hold on to this scene where I got to be with you. It doesn't matter that I only lasted three seconds. <laughs> I think he made up for it, like with the coat on the. Tracy. I mean, on true, the but still, it was great to read that because I think so often we get caught up in the fantasy of of the romance of of sex. And we don't really portray it always in a realistic fashion because, you know, I mean, I'm not sure he's going to quit. does it realistic. Yeah, but like, this is all like, let me tell you the ones that I read, it was like, oh, this is the, this is what you have to deal with when you're, when you're like sitting on a nine inch cock. That's not realistic for you. Yeah, and they're all say, like the size of a of like a two liter bottle of coke. Like <laughs> bread. Yes, yes. I mean, they are for breeding. Um. So, <laughs> one thing I would say is like, there's, I was just like very raw, like the like the met. And again, it's like, it's like a it's like a slice of America that sometimes it's a little jarring for me. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a naturalized citizen of the United uh, States, but but I think like what <laughs> what what always gets me about like I was rereading Preacher Man this afternoon because Andy mentioned it. Oh, it's 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 my favorite. It's my first. And I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm surprised by that. By the way, Andy, definitely, that's your id list. I'm pretty sure I told Joanna about Jessica King because I remember. Wait, isn't that the like, one? I remember Joanna being like the mobster's masseuse. I'm in. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back in two hours. Yes. Wait, is it Preacher Man the one where he like watches her through the window? Oh, it's five yes. It's five different books. It's, it's five, five different, different books. Wait, doesn't book. she masturbate during his sermon too? She masturbates while he watches her through the window. And he masturbates outside. And she's like, wearing like a white, like nightgown the whole yeah. time yeah, a slip to get baptized that's later she's she used to get baptized that's before we find out he's actually it's a mafia assassin her mom hires him to give her an exorcism on the edge of the woods in her mississippi town i forgot about the exorcism there's an exorcism and he does with his mouth on her pussy. Yeah. He exercises it right out of her. I mean, they take the finger. Every every oh, yeah. book. Every oh, book. The the finger. No, they take it. Yes, it's true. It's fine. Completely up. I mean, I think that's and I mean I think that's like what I find very 
I don't know. I think that's why I connect. And I don't read a lot of like bananas, bonkers, super taboo stuff. I really don't. But first, first of all, I think it's because it's that, that, that quick shot. It's so short. Like I don't need to read like 40 different kidnappings, yeah. you know, like there's one. <laughs> there's Like all the, all the kidnappings. That's my entire Kindle. Me and Joanna were like, Oh, did you read this kidnapping? Yeah. It's yeah. not my thing. <laughs> But if it's one short one, I can handle it. But if it's like a kidnapping on top of an exorcism on top of Step Brothers, then you're like, okay. Yes, but it's moving. It's moving. It's moving. The momentum is going. It's, it's moving. It's moving. Wait, it's moving. I also, there's Tracy daddy Alexis, kicking that book. I really want to hear from Tracy and Alexis. Okay. Tracy, who just looks disturbed by all of it. Alexis. <laughs> Tracy's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Tracy, what did you read? Um... <laughs> like is it too late to back out no, no. <laughs> tracy came with a cock mug it's fine <laughs> right I handle this tracy yeah. can handle it um I, i've read is it sacrifice to the beast that's oh that's one. a good that's one. one i want to hear about that one okay um and so <laughs> i'm going to start off despite my facial expressions by saying like uh, Laquette, it was not, it was, it was a little tame for me and Ooh. that might be telling about me, but it was a little tame, uh, for my reading. And then I wondered if like, as she was writing, like she dealt deeper into her id. Like, I wonder if that came before the preacher book. Cause I want to read that or the <laughs> intern book. Like I want to read that. So I don't know if there was like a progression yeah, I have a theory. Do you want to hear my theory about this? Yes. yes. My theory is that those of us that are Jessica Kane 100s would like to bring people on board to the Jessica Kane train, but if you can't start them with their summer intern, <laughs> I so mean, you have to have some that are like kind of normal ish. Okay. And but, so then, like, oh, kind of the Beauty and the Beast one, it's fine, right? I, did, I read something called Sacrifice to the Beast. So I don't know, like, <laughs> what kind of on road and you like <laughs> it. Yeah, because if you're going with his summer intern with the survivalist in the cabin. Sure. Yeah, that, I, I don't know. Okay, so Sacrifice <laughs> to the Beast was Beauty and the Beast. And um, it starts off with her father and the villagers pretty much taking her uh, to the forest to be sacrificed to the beast. And I have to admit that throughout, <laughs> as I was reading the story, the soundtrack to the Disney Beauty and the Beast kept playing <laughs> in my head. So I kept imagining the villagers like, he will make off with your children, you know, like singing and torches and stuff. Um, that was just, that was just my mind. Um, and so they, so apparently like in the village, this is modern day, but it goes back and forth between modern day and feeling like the 1950s. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so the village animals have been slaughtered a lot. And so they have had this happen before. And they say it's a beast that lives in the woods. And so to appease the beast, so he they well, he won't slaughter their animals, they need a, a human <laughs> sacrifice. This is, uh, 20, this is 2020, like modern. Yes. You're like, yeah. I don't they know, need a virgin for me. <laughs> They're like, we need to sacrifice a virgin. <laughs> we need to sacrifice a virgin. <laughs> All right. And well, apparently, that makes sense. One, 
she's the only one that they the only virgin. She's the best town. Looking. Like I'd be getting like laid in the eighth grade just to make sure yeah. that I was. <laughs> That's yeah. right. No, I, I, I think it's her dad. For my yeah. friends. Wait, the beast, yeah. what? I think maybe her dad gives her away. I think it's he like does. her dad's he okay with it. Like with the entire village. Like he's her. like, yes. Well, he's this like, is also like, on the id list. The Jessica id list is like dads who are like, fuck off. I don't care. Oh, yeah. 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 This is on everyone's id list. Yeah. <laughs> so they came to the woods and tie Fair. her to a tree and leave her. And uh, and then the beast is like silhouetted against the night and he roars and mm. it's very scary. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, is it like an actual beast? Which I don't know. I was like, OK, let's see. <laughs> um, and it was not an actual beast. It was just a big man. He's like seven feet tall. How he's disappointing. Like, he's very hairy. He might need a haircut and a shave, but they don't do that in the book. No. And um, and so, yeah, they have sex. Wait, so she just has sex with this hairy beastie dude. Yeah, hairy like dude. she like puts up a, you know, she like goes against him for the evening, but then the next day they just do it. Um, Doesn't he like go back. down on her first? Isn't that kind of sweet? Because he doesn't really know. Like he's like she's. If I feel like this would be nice for her, like oh great, yeah, like, maybe I kind of barbarians. Like, like what's that? Said, I'm just gonna was, eat it. He was very sweet. He was low. very nice and sweet. He was not beast like at all. He's he was very amazing. nice and sweet, and he like fell in love with her and her long blonde hair, and so he was very like sweet and as tender with a virgin as you could be when you have a twelve inch. <laughs> 12 inch. 12 inch. Whoa. Um, yeah. You brought a prop with you, and I appreciate it. For the people who are just listening to the podcast, Tracy just she whipped like, out a ruler, everybody. Pulled oh, out oh, a ruler I, as though she had come prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, footlong. today. It's a foot long, like a subway, subway sub, foot long, foot long, and she's a virgin. Like um, a subway sub. Uh, foot long. Foot long. You know. So you enjoyed it, but not as dirty as you liked. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, no. There is a porn I thought there would be a scene, because there was a scene where she, like, I shouldn't be too loud. I think my kid's up. But there was a scene <laughs> where she goes down on him in front of these, like, evil guys. There is a voyeurism angle in a lot of them. There's yeah. another one like that, and somebody I can't remember Later the title, one. but it's it's in yeah, a cabin. The There's the the bi- yes, the and he makes her dad watch. It's oh, that one I read too. Yeah, that one. Wait, what? Like she, like he puts her on the table. And Laquette is like, now what? <laughs> I haven't read that. Which one is that one? Watch me, like, this woman. I don't, don't want to read that on the one. Table. Tell me which one that one is. Wait, so Nisha, what's, which one is that one? Her fi- it's the fighter? called the Fighter's Prize. And, like, he races in to save her because the dad wanted to marry her off to this other dude. And, mm-hmm. like, she's like, no, like, I'm with you. And he's like, well, then prove it. And basically does her on the table is, like, watch me clean this woman. Okay, first of all, I just want to pre- premise this with saying that her dad was total trash and soul 
told her. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to read about this. Oh my god! There's one where the dad. There's also one where the there's a cabin one. one. Mm. There's also one where she, where the where like the heroine gets auctioned off because she went to a party with her suddenly friend. His suddenly his suddenly his. I love suddenly his. That one was so good. Like, that one is no do it. Yes, that one doesn't leave my Kindle. Like that Sorry. one. Just, <laughs> I, I don't ever return that one. That wait, one's a perma lens. Isn't you know, there one where they're in a cabin? Ninety-nine cents. <laughs> wait, isn't there one where they're in a cabin and the, he brings in a priest to watch? Okay, that one. Listen, is the one with Alexa <laughs> Riley. So it is no longer available. On oh, Kim. it's both. Have of to them. get that one on iBooks. Ask me how I know. It- <laughs> <laughs> that one is called like the Russian. Wait. I don't, I'd have to look at it. I haven't read that one. Oh, Joanna, get going. Joanna has to go. <laughs> the wedding ceremony, she's like whispering dirty stuff to him. And he basically starts fucking her while the priest is marrying them. And he says to her, he says to the priest, he says, make her my wife while I make her a mother. Yeah. Enthusiastically yes. yes. bred. Yes. Some weird shit. Everybody's like, where look, Misha's like, get it in my veins. Here's the thing. This is everybody who the podcast knows that all I care about is when writers do like crazy like when they're like i'm just gonna do it like we're just gonna see if this works like i love it i will always buy your next book if you try that that is some weird shit yeah it is <laughs> some weird stuff hey, give me like the Russian. where we cross-reference all of the tropes like this is the one that has voyeurism in it and like we can like reference like okay these are the five that have that or like these are the ones that involve kidnapping <laughs> Yes, Alexis, you're in charge now. It overlaps so much. It's like that HB90 course that are going to like like, hit your buttons. No, there's a lot of recurring themes in her in her Mm -hmm. stories. A lot. I mean, enthusiastically read almost every epilogue. Oh, every single one. I'm going to put a baby in you. Is like he puts like three in her, and I'm like, that can't be comfortable. And then it's like, (laughs) then there's the fireman one where they're like, I wonder which one of us is going to be the dad, and it's like that feels weird. Like that's weird. I don't know what's up with the two of you. What was that one called? And also in (laughs) the farmer's daughter, and also suddenly. Only theirs, I think, has that one. Who's going to be the father since we're both fucking her? And almost it's her. It's her two protectors. Number two, her two protectors. Her two protectors. So there's two possibilities. I mean, is obsessed with the heroine from the jump. Like, oh yes, yeah. The one that I read is like the book. Can I tell Alexis? Yeah, Alexis's turn. So Eric is going to have so much fun with this. With this, sorry, Eric. So (laughs) I read. Queen sized, which is um, technically like maybe a fantasy romance. It should be time travel, medieval timesy <laughs> era in like a place that is not a real place except medieval times, like Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> when there, Jesus you know, Christ is there, what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the guy's like Jesus Christ. She's so hot, and I'm like, oh, oh, it's so not actual it's, Jesus Christ. It's, it's, that would be different. He's actually there. And so I mean, this, this book could be set on a reality show. It could be set at a Ren fair. 
it, who knows where he, it, I've said this before. He should have been, it should have been time travel. He should have been a bouncer from Queens and he <laughs> goes through a portal and, and ends up the in the medieval times. Yeah. And he becomes <laughs> the king of this like one kingdom that's next to in New Jersey <laughs> and Hollis Queens. <laughs> Uh, they're having this like event between the two kingdoms called the joining, which is kind of what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Where, um, <laughs> they're like celebrating the peace or something like that. But like a lot of people end up hooking up and, you know, going off with each other and getting married after the joining. Thing. Yeah. Is the joining mm-hmm. orgy on the page? Is the orgy on the page? There's no orgy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. I also felt like it was a little like, I got it. <laughs> other things that I've read or what I had been led to believe, but also the heroine is a virgin and she's trying to stay a virgin throughout this story because she is a farmer and she's got two daughters, two sisters she has to take care of. And she's like, I need a husband. We haven't had good crops the last two years. And I need to marry a guy with money so that my sisters can be provided for. They just sensible. She's she's smart. Just common sense. is like he's like newly <clears throat> and he's like this giant warrior looking guy, of course. And he's like walking with his friend, and his friend is like, you know, you really should think about getting a wife. And if you ever want to talk about your traumatic childhood, I'm here for you. And he's like, no, I don't want to talk about my feelings. And I definitely don't want a wife. I am so not into the oh my God, who is she? Like, <laughs> and like he's just been saying all of the reasons why he doesn't want anything. And then he's like, oh, my God, who is she? I love her. So he goes over to her and she tells him to drop dead. And he does. She know he's hilarious. Um, so if you know, you just think he's a, he's like too much for her. Right. No, she's just like. She doesn't know who he is, for one thing. She's like, random man, I have things to do right now, right? That's yeah, kind of she's like, I'm, like, here to find a husband, and, like, <laughs> I'm not going to mess around with you going for a walk by the water. Sure, I know what that means. And he's, um, he, she finds out he's the king, and she's still just kind of like, all right, fine, I'll go with you. And she's very much <laughs> like... He's like, I don't want a wife. You're going to be my mistress. And she's like, hell no, I am not going to be your mistress. But then he goes down on her and she goes down on him like over in a cave. And then she's like, no, I got to find a husband. As you do. Compromising. They're compromising already. It's it's beating beating halfway. (laughs) Yeah, it'll work. So but what I love about this is she's like, all right, they have to have sex. Where are they going to have sex? There must be a cave nearby. It's like a cave. They're like, <laughs> I guess in my lifetime, I have puns, never stumbled <laughs> upon a cave. Like, everybody <laughs> knows. Everybody knows medieval <laughs> times are full of caves. <laughs> was how funny it was. So she tells him at one point, like, well, your majesty, it's like you're between a lock and a hard place because you're wa- they're walking along the lock. Oh, yeah. And I really laughed out loud. She's funny. They're, <laughs> this really is funny. a they're crazy thing. It was very funny. They're funny. These books are great. They're very well written. Like, yeah. she's and a good like, writer. The first third was, like, kind of out there, like, with setting everything up. There's not a ton of world building, but I think that if you <laughs> like things like rain or a knight's tale or stuff like that like the great where it's like kind of old-timey but not completely you would like this you like, like men in armor they call it like england times yeah, <laughs> like, yes. yeah. world building is like medieval times like it's yeah it's yeah like they're wearing chain link and 
turkey Somebody's eating a turkey leg with a just their teeth. It's fine. Um, so they have like a couple of um these like competitions for the women to compete so that the men can like pick a wife. And I mean, she, what do they have like, to do? So the first one is like a pie pie baking competition. And yes. she's like, Obviously. I can't believe I have to make this fucking pie for these men, but it's a good ass pie. And the king <laughs> is even like, this woman has better things to do than making a pie. She's busy. <laughs> and then she's like, her pie with this other lady who clearly needs is like in more dire straits than she is. And her pie sucks. So she swaps her pie and he notices and he's like, oh my God, she's amazing. Um, And then the other thing is like carrying water and she helps the woman carry the water. So she's like very good hearted, but like from there on, it's just like the emotions really get you. Like she's got these two younger sisters and the King starts to like really think they're adorable too. And she's like very concerned about what values she's showing her sisters, which is why she won't be his mistress. Um, She's like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, One of the things that's like really interesting about these books is in a typical romance setup, there's like the seeds of misunderstanding are like sown. Mm. And then there's like the, the hero like doesn't believe the heroine. Right. But in these books, the hero always is like, she would never fucking do that. So something else must be going on. Like there's Mm. not just like insta love, but there's also like instant trust. And so like there's one, for example, where I think it's called, I'm like, oh, a per- the perfect gift where her sisters are like, you have to go catch this really rich man and trap him. And she is like, ah, but I'm in love with him, right? She falls in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he, and then, you know, they're texting her like, have you done it yet? And, and she is so freaked out. She's like, I'm going to go see my sisters and tell them that I'm not going to do this. And he finds the phone with these like really incriminating texts. And, and he's like, instantly like, and then he's like, wait, no, she would never do this, right? And so then he goes down and to prove his love to her, he fucks her in front of the sisters. Yeah, as you I do, mean, because he's very reasonable. reasonable. Because yeah. these are young children. They're like 10 and 12. In front of okay, not the They're all like, they're all evil older sisters. The evil older sisters. Realize at a certain point, like, no, Laquette like, oh. is still, it's a no from Laquette. <laughs> he's like, I have, I have brothers and sisters. This is not my inner ever something that would my, ever my wound. So, of course, she doesn't want to be my mistress yet. Like, how could I have just asked her outright like that? That was so rude of me. So he goes and he's like, I had a terrible childhood. And she's like, I feel so bad for you. Someday you're going to find like a woman you can really love without that. And then she leaves because she's still not going to be his mistress. Um, she's like, Peace. so I mean, but there's like, I would say the first third was like very funny and a little bit silly. But then after that, I was just like completely hooked in the story because all of the emotional beats are there. Well, this is the crazy thing about these. Yeah, this is the wild thing about these books is like, so her two number two protectors, (laughs) which is about a girl whose father was in the mafia and her house gets like set on fire. And so two, and she's asleep and like half naked asleep. 
and Obviously. in come two brawny firemen who collect her and they're together when they see her. So they see her at the exact same time, right? So everything in these so books no is faded. Dibs, is that exactly, no exactly yeah. Laquette, because we know that that's how it works. And, and it's almost <laughs> like the people, it's like there's an imprinting that happens. Yes, it's faded maids. Every one of these books is faded maids. Every single one All of them. And so the two of them, so one carries her while the other one, like, axes his way out of the burning building. And then they're like, well, and the dad's dying, and he's like, you got to take care of her. And they're like, yes. And so they just (laughs) immediately take her to one of their houses, and then all three of them are living together. And there's some, like, kind of, we don't really, swords do not cross in this or the other one. Well, the other one, because they're brothers. But I read both of the menages, and there were no swords crossing. It is highly implied in the one with the actual real brothers and then the stepsister that they're crossing mm-hmm. off page oh, by boy. the end. So, no, but in this fireman one, so here's the thing. So I'm reading it and I'm like, okay, cool. And then there's a little bit of like, I wish she was mine alone. I wish she was mine alone. Like alpha douchebaggery. And then, but then she's like, I need you both. You both give me different things. And then the older one is like, I'll be your daddy and he can be your brother. And I'm like, what? No. I was not prepared for this by the group. And then it was like, but I'm going to read the rest of it. I don't even know myself. Yeah. That's me like 89% of the time of me reading the stories. I'm like, this is not okay, but I will continue to read this. <laughs> Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, so we were talking about like your starter, Jessica Canes. There is one series that I think it's with a pinch of sugar, which is yeah. about like a nail yes. type program. Mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. super filthy. What is but this they're not a pinch yeah, of sugar. Pinch of sugar. There's um they're they're all strangers to each other. They're all strangers. They see each other on the set. Yeah. The series is called The series is called Lights, Camera, and Instant Love. I'm getting There's them right three now. Of them. There you go. Clear out some room in your Wait, room. Wait, Joanna. Yeah, what about I you. My fellow, You're my fellow lady. So I think my um my favorite one, my gateway was the mobster's masseuse, which I know is, is Nisha's favorite. Don't be touching my book. So weird title. <laughs> what I love is like every title is exactly yes. what you get. Like yeah. it, the titles are spot on. The covers are spot on. I also love that when you read it, you'll like, I will read a description of a Jessica Kane book and I'll be like, mm, is that really is that for me? And then I'll start reading it. And there's like another four tropes in there that are me that are like not in the description. It's like, she has a trope wheel in her (laughs) writing room and she just spins it. Whatever it lands on, she's like billionaire done, spin again, exhibitionism, spin it again, daddy kink done, spin it done. It's like, yes. 
all works. Like what? So like suddenly his is my favorite, which is the one where she goes out with her girlfriends. They take her to a sex auction. Then they find out she's a virgin and she can't leave. So she's got to sell her virginity because she needs the money. And guess what? There's a billionaire who's like secretly in love with her, and he shows up and buys her. But they have to have sex in front. Like his butler calls him. His butler calls him because he's been calling. He's been following her. Yeah. Butler. Saturday night in Manhattan. It's a PI. It's a private investigator like that's trailing her. He's like, hey, you got to get over here. Because- I'd rather if it was a butler, honestly. <laughs> like Alfred from Batman. I was, a butler. was just thinking that Alexis like Alfred calling Bruce Wayne. <laughs> It's like his man. His it's like yeah. his man. Yes, it's like, okay. like here's, here's the thing. It could be Batman fanfic. We don't it know. Co- oh, it no. could be his consigliere because it could be a mafia boss. Like, yes, it right. doesn't matter. Exactly. I thought like reading expect anything. Like even like if she rewrote the same story on a reality show or at a Ren Fair, I would still read it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Queen size is time travel. Like I, I would. It could be time. Jessa, if you're if you're watching this, give me the time travel it book. You know, you play, both like, you can write me. I mean, time travel. She just needs to add time travel to the the trope wheel. Yes. Yes. I, want an, I want an alien. I want an alien. An alien. Book. Book. I really want her to write a sci-fi. Suggestion for the trope wheel. Wait, Nisha, you want to talk about the monsters masseuse since it was brought up? I took notes. Oh, <laughs> of course you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we know you. Of course you took notes. We love it. Nisha's so, in charge always. I love the mobsters masseuse because it is exactly, exactly like speaks to my id. First of all, yes, there's obviously like mafia involved, but it's like the, the hero is like, goes in for a massage that his like best friend got him for his birthday and he has no intention of taking the massage like he's like oh she'll just play on her phone in the corner and I'll sit in the corner and just work and we'll pretend that we got it because I would never turn my back to the door or be vulnerable I can never be vulnerable (laughs) I love that so he sees her faded mates instant love and he's like Will you grant me the honor of like massaging you <laughs> from the waist down? From the waist down. I mean, it's just a service. Yeah. It's him being magnanimous and like wanting her to have pleasure. That's it. it. Has nothing to do with him. Yeah, I mean, and like gives her like he's like, I'll give you whatever money you want, and she's like, okay, to massage I'll her from the waist down. She's getting money and a massage. Wait, what? She's getting money and a massage. She's getting money and a massage a with his orgasm on her vagina. It is like obviously orgasmic and she's a virgin and she's like, if this is what I've been missing and, you know, obviously like, yes, let's go all the way. And <laughs> fabulous because like Jessica Kane has this section like she she writes in the story this like one line that I kind of think like epitomizes a lot of the way that she uses language across all of her books which is like I say the things that I say to shock her into remembering me forever 
And mm. it's like, okay, well, that makes sense to me because the way that Jessica Kane uses language in a lot of these like high tension, high passion scenes is very much like shock value. And I 100% remember it. It's like she calls vagina like a gash multiple yes. times. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what? It's <laughs> like super like, like, it's very primal yeah it's super and i'm like oh this is what hello (laughs) and it's great and then like the best part about the monstrous masseuse is okay instant love then of course she's in danger and then he goes to her he's like he's like ride my like there's like a bunch of stuff that happens like romance things happens and then like there's a scene towards the end where you know they've kind of declared their love for each other and he's like ride me I just killed someone for you and she's like totally turned on by it and like just goes for it she's like yes you killed someone for me I'm all about it and then he's like you you have to call me your king and Ah. she's like yep I'm on it. Yes. <laughs> Calling you king. And like, he's like, you know, I'm going to fill you up with like your, your tummy's favorite juice. And yes. so he's like, he's like, thank you. No, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Wait, like, actually the word tummy? I think tummy. So. I have to do a search for it. <laughs> oh my God. But you know what I've been, I was thinking? yesterday when I was trying to explain to my spouse Jessica Kane, I was like imagine if 80s movies had just a lot of sex like imagine Greece with a ton of boning like shit is happening crazy ass thing is happening like there's a car coming down from the sky oh there's Frankie Valley, and then there's like she actually uses the word tummy like I highlighted it it's it's uh, eat it all up. There you go, gorgeous. Take it down. Let it work its magic in your tummy. <laughs> That's not how it works. Wait, but what it's magic right. doesn't work in oh, a tummy? It's not right. <laughs> so, he's, so at the end, like the last <gasps> line of the book in the epilogue is like, she she tells him, breed me, my king. <laughs> hey. Yes. But let's be honest, wouldn't this be exactly how, let's say, Sonny Corleone would be with his mistress? Oh, like, 100%. This is literally what... Nah, Sonny, Sonny would have more... He would have more finesse. No, Sonny would have... No. Oh, I don't think he would be Sonny would that be straight up the I mean, he was, he was very crude, but he, was, he wasn't that corny is what I'm saying. He would never <laughs> say tummy. Sonny Corleone does not the... say tummy. Exactly. Well, no, exactly. he wouldn't exactly. say tummy. That would be Fredo. Okay, forget it. Maybe that's Fredo. Fredo, yes. Okay, this is Fredo's story. I will say... If you ever are unsure of how to define daddy for someone, Jessica Kane has done it for us in the book, His Prize Pupil. I literally, when I read this the first time, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and highlight this because if I ever need to describe it to anybody, I will. So she's, of course, about to sell her virginity. Same dealio, right? But she's going to go into this room and the, the madam is giving her like essentially a crash course in like daddy. 
And she is like, what is this going to mean? And so Estelle, this is the madam, says, look, dear, I don't have time for a long psychology lesson. So here is the condensed version. A father is an accountant in a sweater vest who yawns through your dance recitals. A daddy pulls your hair, fucks you on your hands and knees, then buys you a pretty necklace. There's a difference. You are allowed to enjoy it. It's the greatest. Great. It's the greatest. That's a great line. I'm addending that to the definition of stern brunch daddy. Yes. <laughs> I, I was like a like, stern brunch daddy scowls at you, buys your brunch, and then does the rest of that. Sure. But I was like, there it is right there. I mean, so yeah. this is like someone who is very in touch with exactly what it is. Right. Like when we like, especially those tropes, because there really is a core story here. Right. Like it's and or there's several of them, I think. But a lot of it is just like like the faded mates instant lust. Like we will instantly both fall in love with each other. Nothing will stand in our way. Yeah. Now will stand in our way. And it's like I have questions about my husband, my stalker, which I have not read. But I haven't read that yet. Largely because the title freaks me out. (laughs) But it has on Amazon, it has the most reviews of any of her books. That is the most highly reviewed. So tell me about it, Joanna Shoup. (laughs) Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This one, again, I was like, I'm going to read them all because I know that even if I'm like, there is no fucking way, I am going to be like, all right, it was fine. Um, He is, he saw her on TV, I think, and instantly, of course, fell in love with her. Yep. And what is he, and then he essentially like finds a way to like essentially meet her. Right. Mary, he meets her and marries her. Marries her. And she tells her he's like an insurance salesman or something. Yeah, exactly. And and really he's like a hitman, I think. Right. And so I was like, he's a cop. I was like, no, wait, no. That was a TV no. show in the 80s, but okay. They're always also a hitman. All of them are also a hitman. <laughs> That's it. It's like I remember that this woman is definitely like my age. I'm like, these 80s tropes are really in their heart. <laughs> yes. So yes. he essentially he's he like dates her under this assumed identity and marries her and she doesn't realize that he essentially kind of stalked her right like like fell in love with her from afar and then when she like goes off to work and does her things during the day if he does not have any assassinations planned (laughs) (laughs) oh god he will instead like follow her around and like keep an eye on her and then he, finally he doesn't have an assassination plan. I lo- like, can we just, I wish that the people listening could see Jen's face because she's got her full on middle school teacher face on right now as she's talking about, about this hitman stalker. My husband, my stalker. I know. I'm like, I was like, and then the symbolism. It, yeah, she's like, right? animals are symbols. All animals, animals are, are symbols. symbols. <laughs> and I was going to fall in love with you. It's just how it goes. <laughs> I would really like to talk about the kingpin's, the kingpin's weakness. Yeah. Oh, look at Nisha. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, a good one. one. That's probably it. one of my favorites. I, I, it's, it's, I think my, it, it's the one that's the, one of the, like, other than Hefty, which I've discussed, I enjoyed very much. And that was really sweet. The, the kingpin's weakness is so, was so mind blowing to me because it is so it's like, okay, you're telling me he's a kingpin, but you're presenting me 
with like an angsty cinnamon roll. Cinnamon like that's roll. what I'm getting. Cinnamon like, roll mafia like, boss. Like you can tell me he's the greatest mo- criminal mind in modern time. Wait, can we talk about his name, which is Easton Braun with a Easton W? Easton Braun. The who, <laughs> because who himself name is thinks of me. Who thinks of himself as the greatest criminal mind in modern history. <laughs> And he is at the MMA fight in his box. Sure. I personally never been to an MMA fight, so I don't know if they have VIP boxes. I assume they do. So he sees her, well, sees her, asks him, asks his man to bring her up to him, which, you know, checks out. Very 80s, very 80s, very 80s. <laughs> like, I imagine him in, like, a shiny gray suit. So they bring her up to him, and then... Immediately, like, you know, he wants her, but she's a virgin. You have to start with, like, her passing out. And, like, that was it. (laughs) She passes out when she realizes it's him because everybody knows Easton is the greatest criminal mind in modern history. (laughs) And so... She, she passes out profile of him in the New York magazine or something, right? She passes out. Yeah, Wait, like she read a knows. profile of him in New York magazine. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. I don't know, Jen. It all feels plausible. <laughs> He's from the underworld, but everybody knows him. Everybody knows about him. He, and he, he's so handsome, too. Like, he should not be this. Like, anyway, so she goes up. She passes out. Then, you know, he wants to fuck her, of course. But then she tells him she's a virgin. So he's like, well, let me take you out on a quick date first. <laughs> really quick. Because I don't want to take your flower without buying you dinner. So they go and they get in the car. What a gentleman. Go, they go Does to the date. Does like unshell the lobster while they're still on the way to the restaurant? On the way to the date, she's like, oh, shoot, my sister my dad sold her, so if the one guy wins the fight, she has to go with him. And, like, can you find out who won the fight? So I'm like, okay, but your sister, like, you left her. So she, like, anyway. Well, so that, to, that part of the, like, it, uh, like, it crosses with the fighter's yeah. price. With the fighter's price. Right. That's the Where sister. they fuck in front of the priest later. No, they fuck in front of the dad and the competitor. Dad. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, but... I mean, in in hindsight, <laughs> she kind of like the stakes were a little bit like different. So it was not anyway. So her sister could have been sold, but she was on a date. So she was going to check in. on. It worked, out, it worked out fine. Like, date, like they didn't like the date place. So they went to like her watering hole, her watering hole years old, by the way, <laughs> everybody knows her because her dad, who's like a deadbeat who sold her sister was like a, a patron in this watering Mm -hmm. hole type pup everybody knows it's him but they're like oh look how sweet he is with her so i guess it's fine that he's like the greatest criminal mind in modern history and he's dating like (laughs) little i can't even remember her name she's 18 yeah she'll be she's like 19 they're all 18 she's in college she's in college you know 19 maybe I well, mean, they have the, to be sisters, eighteen, super yeah. fertile because yes. <laughs> the id list. I mean, like the only thing that is on every one of these id lists is like she's got to get bread. Can I she's tell you? Yeah. Like three things things happen. Like the, wait, he makes, I know anybody with children is like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this Jessica. I had to like somebody and talk about. 
about some of these things that she's writing in these books. But this breeding <laughs> thing is really interesting. I mean, we've never talked, we've talked about it sort of vaguely on the podcast, the breeding thing, but like, it is a thing. It is like a real king yeah. that oh, like a lot of women have. Oh my have, God, it's like these- alpha, like the omega, omega verse is all about like being bred. Like, yeah. and it's like, super, okay. like, Literally, like, millions of people read these stories. I'm going to tell you, I had to take to my bed when I had this realization. This is not an exaggeration. I read all these fucking books. And the one that is, like, a hardcore no-go for me is the one where they're in high school. Now, part of this is because I have a student in high school, and I was like, oh, this is really fucking gross. And then I was like, (laughs) the only two that are actually age-appropriate. This is age appropriate for this 18 year old to be with another 18 year old. And yeah. I'm so grossed out by it. And instead I'm reading all the fucking books where she is 18 and he's like 30. Like 30. And then I had to like lay down and I <laughs> got to come to terms with that. And then I just <laughs> No, no, Husky, Husky, their age difference. Wait, is not what did you much. say, Alexis? In Husky, she's, she's like 21. 21. Oh. In Queen size, she's 21. She's 21. practically on the she's shelf. Old lady. She's an old lady. Spinster. Spinster. So, okay, so can I just interject? For, for yes. The whole time, I'm just like, I'm just sitting here thinking about like, after this pandemic is over, after we can leave our house, after I can date again, I'm going to have to tell Adriana about my dates. Look at her. Wait, wait, wait. Why is it that only Adriana gets to hear though? Is yeah. I mean, why can't we just do this? No, I was a little offended there. No, like I'm gonna have to tell all of you, but like Adriana's the one who's gonna be like, wait, wait, wait. He took you where? No, no. We're gonna. It's gonna be like that one time. Do you guys remember the one time? Where where did he take you before you gave him your flower? (laughs) (laughs) Pandemic flower. (laughs) No. Everyone, there was a time when Laquette was like, I have something to say. And literally, it was like, oh, I, I envisioned the video of the montage in the film of, of, of us all, like, leaping over furniture <laughs> to get to our Zooms. It's going to be like that, Andy. Every time that. you have a date, like we're going to leap over furniture to get to the Zoom. <laughs> we're going to have to start a whole new texting thread just for your date. <laughs> because we don't have enough. <laughs> no, but we have to, can we get back to this, the, the Kingpin's weakness, where he basically Basically, is like looks like I killed for you, and she's like, I'm so turned on. Like Andy, just make sure it's not that. <laughs> no, yeah. I gotta say though, that works for me. Like if somebody killed for me, I'd probably do the same. Like and that's if, hot. I mean, if, you, if you're dating the greatest, if you're dating the greatest criminal mind. In he better mystery. kill for me. He better kill for me. It's, it's Chekhov's gun. It's right that. there on the table. His wife could come back from the dead. She would bang him after he killed all those people. That is just how it goes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As an aside, I was listening to Joanna's book. Um, what was the third one in the Uptown Group? The Devil of Downtown. The Devil of Downtown. The Devil of Downtown. Downtown. I was listening to the audiobook. Without headphones on (laughs) while doing a puzzle. And my boyfriend was in the room and they were describing him. Jack? Yes. Yeah. And it's he dirty. He was the like the biggest criminal mastermind in all of New York City. And he also spoke 12 languages and played the piano like a god. And Mike was like, What? (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, when Jack kills for you, you're like, what can we do? Can I get on top of it right now? Yeah. Jack doesn't have to say it though. I would know. I'd be like, Jack, I I saw what you did. I I need to see the I need to see the Uptown Girls on Netflix. Oh my God, please, yes, please, please, please. Where do I find that change.org petition? The only person I would let have. Henry Cavill for that part is you for Jack. Joanna. <laughs> you know, what else? For I Joanna. another really weird thing I love about Justa Kane book. Yes. Which <laughs> has nothing to do with any of the sex stuff. A lot of these bitches have real interesting jobs, and I just appreciate <laughs> that. True. There is Imagine one dude. where the woman wants to be a roller coaster designer. Yes. And yes. I was like, you know what? This is fucking great because again, it reminds me a lot of 80s romances where they all had like they want to go to school or they right. You know what I mean? And and I'm not all of them. Sometimes they're just like ingenues, but this one with the roller coaster designer, I was like, this is so nice and specific. <laughs> in in their summer intern, she is a bungee jumping tester. She yeah, tests yes. the bungee jump harness. <laughs> Yes, you know, so- just as watching like National Geographic Wait. and being like, I'm going to make the next one a bungee jump. But you tester. guys, it all ties together. It's like she it's just very clever. She's testing the harness and then their evil mother makes she rigs the harness. And there she is just dangling off the edge of a bungee cord. Yep. Luckily, she has upper body strength for days. <laughs> and she's able to like hang on and like twist herself into it like an aerialist and then they pull her up and they're so like upset and then they go after her they go after yes they take her home they fuck her they go after their mother who then like somehow escapes jail or like makes bail and gets out and then finds her and tries to drown her in a swimming pool but then they get there too which book is this that's the scary summer intern. summer intern. I was like, her actors. <laughs> it could be. It's all. It all. Are there all any like relatives yeah. in this where the sex? Yes, is that's involved? the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are two brothers. brothers. Just have to like. Look, Glad. I know it's so. I'm sorry. I'm so. <laughs> I'm very feet. gauche. <laughs> yeah. I I literally read these and I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a problem for me. And by the end of the book, it's not. I know. And then I'm like, sure. It's fine. Because you know what? I feel like there's just like first of all, and again, and this is what I have discovered about myself with taboo romance. If you give it to me in short, short yes. portions, in small portions, I can roll with most things. Yeah. You can't put it down. That's the trick. <laughs> yeah, you put it down, so you're not going back. I was thinking about how, like, we're, we're telling a lot about these stories, but we're, like, barely scratching the surface of what is happening barely. in all of these books. Barely. Because we haven't said... And they're a dollar. Yeah, they're a dollar. 99 cents, or you can get it for free on KU. Like, yes. I mean, in his summer intern, she escapes an asylum. Like, they've been keeping her... <laughs> Captive what? in an asylum. Wait, and then she becomes an author's no. Like, so she runs away and she stumbles across his cottage in the woods. He thinks it's oh, this is my intern. My, my and then he's like, something. wait a minute, she's not. But I'm not gonna tell her I know so that she type. can stay because I'm really she into her. Type. Because now he's in love with her already. He's in love. He's imprinted on her. And There's a he, lot of cabins in the woods. If There's a lot of survivors. It's like, it has like a life PSA 
You should not be interning with an, a survivalist author in the woods. Like, if you no. get that internship, you need to not go. That's yes. the Unabomber right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And, he, and just wow. the loner's lady with, the like, the girl lady. who went to her, like, oh, she was pretending to be this, like, young gay man's. She was a beard. Right. Wait, oh. it's her and her best friend. Yeah. Her, for her best friend going to visit his dad because he didn't think his dad would accept him for who he was. But it turns out that the dad knew and he was like, that. that's cool, whatever. And, but then he was like, but I want to fuck your best friend. Yeah. And yes. the best part is the friend is kind of like sees the attraction between these two and pretends to have a bunch of homework. Yeah. He goes to all over the woods. Yeah. Is this yes. another Lisa Kane book that we're talking about? Yes. 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 And also there's a lot of having sex on the grass. Yes. Oh God. Yes. She can books. do anything. She's very adore against, against the house. Against, against the house. Yeah. And the, a lot of things that would chafe. A lot of things that would chafe. There's a, there's a line, <laughs> there's a line in Preacher Man when he tells her, I've come so many times against like your houses, like the wall of your house. Oh my God, I've, I've, the I've worn down the paint. <laughs> <laughs> And I told myself, faces. <laughs> this quarantine faces. has done things to you, Adriana, because I'm going to keep reading. It's not healthy. It's something wrong with Look at Trace's like, it's not healthy. It's not. Trace is concerned about the, his liquid intake. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, think about that. They have a lot. There's always like, there's so much. In, oh, yeah. Like, mm hmm. There's a very like porn oh, hub feel to it. Like a sprinkler, like a garden sprinkler. Like a gusher. Yeah. Like <laughs> a bathing her. Mine, I, a friend of mine read some romance for the first time and she was like, there's a lot of really weird things about romance. <laughs> like, but one is the idea that like individual jets of semen <laughs> can, be, can be distinguished. Right? And I was like, hmm, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> it's like we roll with it. The quet is done with all of us. She was like, yeah. I'm like, 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 I was like, like, my voice removed, my track removed from this. No, but like, like take my square out. The quet like, is president of RWA. I am not president of RWA. I am president-elect of RWA. Like, either way, if you like it, I love it. I don't, you know, I don't yuck on other people's yum. <laughs> But it's you not know, my, it's not my, it's, it's not, not my. your yum. It's <laughs> not your yum. A year ago that we did the, the pegging episode, Sarah. Yeah. And I just feel like maybe this is like our new year's plan. Is well, this is what I was going to say. Right. Yeah. We, we are putting this episode out on New Year's Eve as like last year we did pegging on New Year's Eve and we put it out a little early on New Year's Eve. So this year we'll do the same and it'll be like the fun kind of raunchy yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, for New Year's Eve, but it, no this was really fun, and maybe we should just have this crew back every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I don't think Jessa has pegging on the trope wheel. Well, she, she should put them in. She should put so, it in. Yeah, someone call her. Tell her aliens and pegging. Please. Time travel pegging. Time travel aliens. Listen, I thought, Barb's I, pegging aliens. I thought. <laughs> 
queen size was going to go there because she was like, can't give my virginity because I got to participate in this stupid wife auction. And like, they kind of like skirted around that. Like, oh, maybe this. But like, they didn't do that. They did like something else instead. I mean, listen, <laughs> if she needs to take it to Pagan, she should just take it to Pagan. In 2021. Normalize that. Yes. Maybe that's a 2021. So yeah, that's our, I guess okay. And so we have time travel, pegging, aliens, barbs, whatever. Those go together. What else is wait? Can I ask? So the the teacher one is his prize pupil, but they're not really a teacher student. So they they, are. They They eventually are. are, Yeah. They are not at first. Photography class from him, and he is. She's got to sell her virginity, so she ends up at the town, (laughs) like. Madam's, you know, yeah. place because she's got to. Every it. town has it's a madam. Yeah. Always transactional. Like what? <laughs> yeah. It's it's I'm it's so an if, it, I mean, I honestly think I honestly think Jessa has her id list laminated and on her the wall of her desk, and it's like it's like ten things, and that's like what she's doing. <laughs> and then it's like that a deck our, of she that, That's all of our homework assignment. Is to like print out our id lists. Yeah, make it into a wheel. Just make it happen. Make it into a wheel. I don't have a wheel, but I might do that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a good idea. (laughs) I like it. Take three, three or four, whatever you come up with. Take three or four of them. Make them work somehow. That moment when you get stuck (laughs) at the end of a chapter and you're like, "What comes next?" Just spin the wheel. Done. So for soul virginity sale, <laughs> I think what we should do is we should get our id list together and like create like summaries of stories and like in 2021 be like, is this a Jess I Kane book or not? Or is this like part of Nisha's id? <laughs> yes, <laughs> very <this>. fun. <laughs> anyway, we hope that Jessica Kane, like this is this this episode was really done out of love. Jessa, if you are listening, we really do love you and we're we think that you're fabulous. Um, if you have never read a Jessica Kane book, you can get them all on Kindle Unlimited, Word. except for the one where they fuck in front of a priest, which you have to get on i on on iTunes and <laughs> there, Jen will another one make me have King to and bless out the blessing oil and, and pray. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> look what. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, yeah. what'd you say, Jen? There is a second Jessica Kane Alexa Riley crossover book that is also available on iBooks only because Alexa Riley, you know, isn't in Kindle. <laughs> it's not but on Kindle. The, um, yeah. So you can do that. They are all on Kindle Unlimited, but you don't have to have Kindle Unlimited. You can also buy them for 99, 99 cents a pop sure. on your Kindle. Um, and this, and- this, this is like, you know, Deplatforming of certain Jessica Kane books out of your Kindle Unlimited library. They just stay there forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, agreed. I mean, these books literally saved part of my soul during quarantine. I mean, they probably relegated part of it to hell, but like part of it, they, just, <laughs> they salvage. But we, we are also there. We, <laughs> there's no hell in Jessica Kane's universe. No, no, no. Um, we are releasing this early on New Year's Eve. So if you have nothing to do this New Year's Eve, if you are in your house quarantining and being safe, we hope you are being safe and everybody's being healthy and wearing their masks. And if you're uh, in in your house and you're looking for something to do, you can read like five or ten of these tonight. <laughs> Charge your Lilo vibrators before you download. Charge your stuff. <laughs> 
Charge your stuff. Plug them in. Plug everything in. Sanitize, please. Before you be sanitary. Yes. Plug them in. Sanitize. Just went. Oh boy. So this has been um, Andy Christopher and Joanna Shoup and Alexis Daria and Nisha Sharma and Tracy Livesey and Laquette and Adriana Herrera. Um, I'm Sarah McLean. Jen is Jen Reads Romance. And uh, this has been a very special episode of uh, Drunk Romance History and Faded Mates. Watch Drunk Romance History at Andy's Instagram feed. Andy, where can people find you? At author on Andy J. Um, almost everyone on this chat has been on Drunk Romance History. Joanna's scheduled in January. Alexis, we're still pinning you down. You're going to get Valentine's Day, just so you know. Ooh. I'm still going to pick a book. Um, but we will put, so on Faded Mates, we will put links to everybody's drunk romance history. Um, we'll put links to everybody's websites so that you can find all these people and their amazing books. These are some of uh, our favorite people, and we are so excited. Thank you all for making time for us this week, this holiday get, week. Yeah, Thank I'm going to um, on the phone, and we're going to make the Jessica Cain trope wheel. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And then we'll get Alexis to help us with the making the spreadsheet pretty, and it's all going to be amazing. <laughs> and uh, you can find us at fadedmates.net. And Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New May Year, 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Be the best.